Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Okay, let's get straight into it then. Stan is already on the line. Stan, good evening. Thanks for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Evening, Tabiso. Thanks for having me, as usual. Thank- yeah, <laughs> thanks for taking our call as usual, Stan. So, was it a no-brainer with Gavin being available that he needed to come back to the club? Well, I wouldn't say a no-brainer um, as, from the point of view of, you know, first we had to go through this, the six-game process with Andre. Um, w- then we sat down with Andre and had a review and had a look at things. Uh, he put his hand up and said, look, um, must I don't have a coaching qualification, formal coaching qualification. And um, I feel that I need to upskill myself before I can take this job on, you know, with full confidence and commitment um, and would the club be prepared to assist him in that process which we obviously said immediately yes he's been a, a, a great part of our, our, our makeup in the club he was a player for me won the league championship with me um, 13 years ago and um, has you know been a goalkeeper coach assistant coach and interim coach so he's moving his way up the coaching ranks I think once we established that Andre wasn't going to take the, 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 the team forward. It was a case of saying, what do we need in the football club um, right now? And um, right now, I think we need a bit of stability, a bit of consolidation, a bit of maturity, a bit of experience and wisdom. Um, and Gavin it bring, brings all of those things to us. We've got a lot of comfort with him in the sense that we've won uh, three league championships and the Nedbank Cup with him in his previous stint. And we know his character, we know his desire to win, we know um, his organisation on the field of play in terms of making us a more difficult team to beat. Uh, last year we were the third highest goal scorers in the league, but we um, tanked so many goals at the back um, that we had to fight for top eight to the last day of the season. And, um, you know, Gavin will certainly sort that out. Um, we conceded 32 goals uh, last year, and I'll have a little side uh, wager for uh, uh, something with you, uh, Tabiso, that will concede less um, okay. in this season ahead. Um, <laughs> so I think from that point of view, um, it was a sensible uh, appointment. Uh, we, we don't want to be playing um, a risky business with our football franchise at a time um, when the league is extremely competitive. Uh, you can't take any points in this league for granted. And the difference between teams is so slender on the field of play. It's so tough. Um, you know, when you have a champion team like Mamaladi Sundowns being taken to the 120th minute by a Maruma Galant, you've got to know that the PSL is, is a competitive uh, a landscape and you can't rest on your laurels for a minute. I mean, you know, in the second round last year, we beat Chiefs, we beat Pirates, and uh, we threw points away against uh, the bottom six teams once again. Um, so you can't take anything for granted. You, you, you're running into a game with a team that's top of the table and you come out with points and then you're going to the bottom of the log team and you walk back with a hiding. So the PSL is not a friendly place um, where you want to take risks with unproven um, people at the helm. And, um, you know, the board weighed up all of those type of considerations when saying, okay, of, of the experienced coaches that are out there, of the of the uh, cool, smart heads um, as street smart coaches that are out there who have won trophies um, at multiple clubs. Uh, Gavin is certainly um, the standout pick um, of of those coaches that are available. So, um, you know, for us, 
we were very comfortable that we had a discussion with him around coming back to the club and make sure that we still see football in the same light in terms of where, what we're trying to build and, 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 and what Gavin sees as, as the future um, of, of, of the club. And once we were aligned in that kind of way in terms of how we want to build and that we're not going to be running into the transfer market making a, a, you know, a dozen signings every transfer window... Um, because, you know, we wanted to be clear with Gavin about that. We happened to bring in three, four, five players maybe um, in this transfer window, but we, we, we also feel that we've got a, a young, vibrant, um, talented uh, squad that's going to get better and better over the next three years um, because of the age of the kids in, in, in the team and how they're going to progress. We've got little um, mini Tabohum Aquinas popping up um, all over the pitch, and um, they just need time. And, uh, and hopefully these next two years, Gavin can instill a maturity and a blend of experience with the youth. And uh, just as importantly, um, impart some street smarts and some knowledge to Andre Arensa and to Tabo September uh, in particular, um, who we see as the future of the technical team of the club in a few years' time. And, and with all that then, Stan, is he also expected to compete or challenge for honours because we know the club has a rich history, have won the league, of, obviously, and, uh, and a number of cup, of cup competitions also. Is that also the expectation? Well, I don't think anybody goes into a football match wanting to lose. Uh, we want to win every match we play. and Of course, we want to win silverware. We've won 12 trophies in our 25 years as a football club. No other club uh, besides... Uh, uh, you know, uh, maybe Sundowns, Pirates and Chiefs can can say anything close to the record that we have. Um, so from that point of view, we are ambitious and we do see ourselves as disruptors. We don't see ourselves as, as, as a challenger to the big three in terms of being a big club or, uh, you know, being a, a, a big spending club or, you know, going to trade blows with the big three in the transfer market. We don't see ourselves in that light, but we certainly see ourselves as a top four club, and we certainly see ourselves being able to go toe-to-toe with the rest of the league. If we look at the teams that finished above us this year that have had a younger pedigree than us in terms of the PSL, the new Amazulu, the new Stellenbosch, the new Cape Town City, um, those three franchises finished ahead of us in the league last year, and quite frankly, that's not good enough. So, you know, we have to look at it and say, you know, we need the hardened experience of a guy like Gavin to come in and, 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 and grind into our youngsters a consistency and a, um, a, 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 a discipline um, and a work ethic that's going to make them successful and make the club successful. We can't afford to shine uh, when we're playing against Chiefs and Pirates and then throw away 21 points against you know the bottom six, eight clubs in the league. So, um, you know... We've had to look at, at that, and, and, and that's what guided our decision, to go for an experienced campaigner uh, like Gavin. Mm. But, but, but obviously, we've seen that, Stan, the model has changed since he was there the last time. Uh, did you have to explain that to him? Well, I, we had to share where we are as a club now. The model hasn't changed that much since he, since he left, because we've always run the club on the same consistent basis, respecting our budgets and our parameters. And uh, nobody heard of Teka Modisa uh, when we when we signed him from Petersburg Pillars. Um, you know, uh, he, 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 nobody had heard of him. No one heard of uh, Elias Pelembe when we signed him from Mozambique. 
and uh, you know we've got Morgan Gould on a free and Anthony Defoe on a free and Shlompa Kakana from Black Leopards and we assembled um, slowly over time um, uh, uh, you know players that we blended in with the players that um, Gavin found that were left behind by uh, by Pizzo and Tommy and um, so you know for us it's an ongoing process. Uh, Gavin knows that he's going to be afforded maybe four or five signings maximum in the transfer window. He gets to choose the players. He gets to choose the positions. Um, but, uh, you know, I have to abide by a budget. And he gives me a list of players. I go and try and negotiate and get him the players that he wants. And if player A is too expensive and, and you can't reach terms, then I move to player B, player C, player D, until we fill the position that, Gavin wants um, with, you know, a choice of candidates that he feels can can suit the job. So he will have four or five um, signings to change the complexion of the team, to add freshness to the team, and to revitalize the team. He's, he's going to have that capacity to do that. And, um, and let's see how he does. He's done well for us before. And uh, we're not looking at him to say, come and do a one-season turnaround here. We've given him a, a two-year uh, um, contract because we, we're giving him two years to get us back into the top four where we want to be. We want to see progress. We want to see our young kids getting a, a lot of game time and, and moving their way into the national under-23 and Bafana Bafana teams. So, um, you know, Gavin's pretty clear about what we expect. We're not expecting miracles overnight, but we are expecting um, his experience and his tactical know-how um, and, and the advantage he has of the winning the trophies that he has, we are expecting that to rub off on the players and the technical team around him um, to establish a good foundation for us for the future. And and it does look like a young team stand at the moment. Will he be able to get the experienced players that he wants? Or if he wants well, those experienced uh, players? Well, he does want a few experienced players. We're going to try and get the ones that he wants. Um, we're probably, uh, you know, seven to ten days behind the timing curve. Um, so it would have been nice to be in this position a, a, a few days back, but it is what it is. Um, we've got sufficient time, and we've got till the end of August to add to the squad. We're not just going to do knee-jerk uh, signings for the sake of, you know, bringing bodies in that aren't going to contribute, that aren't going to play. Uh, the players that come in um, need to be better than what we have or offer something different to what we have and um, complement what we have um, in the team. And um, even if we never made a single signing, we would expect Gavin to move us from eighth to top five, um, you know, comfortably um, within, a, within a season uh, if we never made a single signing. But um, we will be making four or five signings. And um, so that's kind of our expectation. But, you know, if he misses out by a spot or two, but we can see progress and the young kids are coming on and we, you know, increasing their game time, increasing their market value, increasing their exposure um, in terms of PSL and, 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 and hardened experience, then he's done a good job. And, and um, at the same time, you know, as I said, uh, we want him to really uh, spend a lot of time and energy with Andre and with Tavo, um, because they're part of our future. And and is that the model now? Is is the model looking at the future, Stan, um, so that we don't twist your words here, we don't have our own ideas? Is the model of the club to build these youngsters and make sure that they progress and you just produce quality players? 
Well, it's always been. Um, it's just that we've had um, a, a higher reliance on bigger profile signings over the past few years. Certainly, when Gordon Iggerson and Stuart Baxter were the coaches, we invested quite heavily in the transfer market. Um, but we also saw that that, that wasn't um, a way that was going to be sustainable in terms of, you know, a club that's uh, financially viable, a club that, that needs to um, be consistent and stable over time. You can't uh, be having high spikes in your spending that is, that's unsustainable. Um, then we have situations that franchises are lost to the league, um, and we've seen uh, some really good franchises lost to the league over the past few seasons, which has been very hurtful for the South African football fraternity clubs like Grimpinking Celtic and the oldest club in the league like Bidvest Bits and a young barber in Highlands Park that you know came and made an impression, got to an MTN final. And now those three clubs aren't in the PSL anymore. So we need to be responsible in terms of, of how we go about building uh, you know, the sustainability of our club. We've always uh, built from the bottom up. Uh, since I've been at the club and we started the first the Supersport Fire Nerds um, Youth Academy and then the Supersport Tottenham Hotspur Academy, our youth academy has for 20 years been producing uh, Ronwin Williams from the age of 12, Kamakhele Mokocho from the age of 12, Kermit Erasmus from the age of 12, Tato Mukeke from the age of 12. And we're very proud of, of the young players that we've brought through the ranks um, through our youth academy. And so you want to continue that. Um, that's got to be the pipeline. And if you go to global football, world football, you've got your big spending clubs um, that, that can go into the market and, and splash out cash, um, like Manchester City. Um, and you've got your other clubs that have to box smart and uh, have to try and, 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 and stay in touch with, with the pack, the Arsenals and the Tottenham's of the world. And, um, you know, we, we, we see our, our place as not so much being a Manchester City as, you know, trying to be an Arsenal, be a Spurs and, and, and box our way back into top four contention. And, and then from there, who knows, uh, if Sundowns have a slip, um, and we in, in touching distance, we can uh, uh, challenge or pull a surprise again, but that's not, the be all and end all for us. If we if we if we if we're finishing consistently in the top four, qualifying for Africa, churning out young players for for the national teams, um, and 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 playing a style of football um, that's attractive and producing good players for South African football, we've got over 80 players now that have come from our academy playing in other teams in the PSL and national first division. And um, so we, we're confident uh, in our ability to add to the South African football landscape. And I think that for us is as important as, 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 as winning trophies. We want to win trophies. We want to win 12 trophies. We want to win more. Um, but we're not going to um, be reckless with the football club. And, you know, last year there were 16 teams in the PSL and only won one trophy. So you have to ask, you know, what's the yardstick of success for the other 15 clubs? And we have to create our own yardstick of success for ourselves that's true to ourselves and our, and our philosophy and, and our culture um, and our resources. And, um, you know, for us, th- that reality has to be in the top four. And, um, and we're going to push extremely hard to, to try and make that happen. Yeah.
For those who are just joining us, we are speaking to the CEO of Supersport United, Stan Matthews, about the appointment of Gavin Hunt and some developments at the club. And by the way, when you mention those youngsters, Stan, I'm reminded of Kamuhelo Masatsi Nyaope, who's now at Kaiser Chiefs. I remember him as a skinny 14 or 13-year-old at Supersport United. How did you let that one go? Well, um, to be blunt, um, you know, Kamo did, did very well in our academy. He was a, a good young starling. Um, but at the time when Swallows came into the league, uh, he didn't have a long time left on his contract, uh, which made it difficult for us because um, Caetano hadn't given him a lot of game time. And, um, you know, he wasn't really in the frame. So for us to do the deal that we did at the time to Swallows made sense. Um, you must remember at the time that we did that, Sipo Mbuli was um, in top form and commanding a, a place in, in, in the first team regularly with Tuboho Mokwena. Um, and unfortunately for Maslati, he was behind um, those two lads and he was behind um, uh, even Jamie Weber. So, mm. you know, to have a talented player like that watching football every week, um, it's not something that you want to happen. And to lose a player like that on a free transfer is also not something that you really want to happen. So uh, sometimes you, you you lose out and um, you have to learn to live with it. But uh, good luck to Kama. He's a great young footballer and um, he's got a nice big challenge ahead of him um, in the, in, um, at Maturina. And uh, we wish him every success uh Again, I don't take it personally if, if players you know, from our club move, you know, Lala came, came through our, our junior ranks, Keegan Buchanan mm-hmm. came through our junior ranks and went on uh, to have lovely careers at Chiefs and Celtic for, for Keegan and, uh, um, and, and at Sundowns for Lala. And, and when we see each other, we give each other a big hug, hello, and I'm so happy for them that they've lived their dreams and they've played at the highest level and they've challenged themselves um, as professional footballers and we played a part in that and we, we, we try to contribute to that process by making them better players mm-hmm. and um, we can't have any anything but uh, pride and say okay there's uh, another player that emanated from super sport that's playing at one of the big three and uh, those numbers I think if you want to start telling them up um, we've yeah. probably provided more players to the big three than any other football club over the past 20 years yeah there's even now at Bafana Bafana Kanye Samayo who also started there at Supersport United. But back to what's happening now, Stan, before I go to the voice notes, because I know it's going to come. If I was Gavin Hunt, one of the first questions I would have asked is, Ronan Williams staying? Did he ask that? Did he want assurance? Um, well, of course, it's something that we, 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 we have to discuss. Um, we, we have to consider um, what we can get before we can start worrying about uh, whether to let Ronan go, we've got to be worrying about who's going to replace him and um, what's that going to take. Uh, you know, who do we see as a potential replacement for him before we can just let him go? And um, what other players can we bring in in other positions um, in the team? But potentially, uh, will that take the team forward? So we've agreed in principle with Ronan that um, that when it's time for him to have a, a move, we're going to be open to that. So I think in principle we've we've kind of you know agreed with Ronwin that when his time is to go we can try and let him go. But there's still uh, obviously uh, tough negotiations ahead, and I've got to get a um, a mandate from my board as to what their expectations are for a Ronwin, both in terms of um, 
uh, 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 cash or uh, playing uh, uh, depth that we could add to the squad. And that's something that over the next uh, week I'll be spending a lot of time with Gavin and the technical team, um, you know, talking about these issues and who we can bring in and what uh, complexity may change, um, you know, in the transfer market. So it's, it's, there's a good chance Ronnie could move, um, but there's a lot of moving parts and, um, you know, there's probably uh, another seven to ten days um, of water that needs to flow under that bridge before I could give you a definitive answer. Okay. Okay, no, thanks for that clarity. I think you've given us a lot there, Stan. Is he going across town then? Because that's been the talk. <laughs> um, that's something that uh, he'll need to confirm with you and with us um, when, when we sit down and have the, the big talk. Uh, we've, we, we've delayed things, to be blunt, um, because of the uh, delayed appointment of the head coach. I wasn't prepared to move forward on any type of negotiation for running with any club. Um, without knowing who's the head coach and what are the key positions or areas that he wants to strengthen because you can't just um, do one thing on the one hand and not have your continuity and backup plan on the other. So number one uh, and most important is if we're ever going to sell Ronwin, we need to know very clearly who's the replacement going to be. And if the head coach doesn't have buy-in and commitment and confidence in the replacement, then uh, then you know as much as, as we want Ronnie to move and we'll open the doorway for him to move. Um, we also need to consider ourselves as a football club and make sure that we've got an adequate uh, replacement or two um, to make up for the loss of our captain, our most capped player, and um, you know our poster child of the club. So he's not just an ordinary uh, player or a signing that we can take lightly and say, oh, well, there goes Ronwin. Um, we've got to be uh, very precise um, in terms of, of how we go about replacing him, and, and Gavin will guide us on that. Okay, loud and clear there, Stan. Let's take a couple of voice notes as we wrap up our conversation with the CEO of Supersport United, Stan Matthews. Hi, good evening, Tabiso. Uh, Franz from Wheatloaf, Pretoria. Um, I just want to say, firstly, congratulations uh, to Gavin Hunt for, you know, uh, getting back into the into the game again. And thanks to... Um, um, uh, to the CEO there, uh, Stan Matthews, for giving Given Hunt, you know, uh, a chance as one of our local coaches, so that he can continue the good job, you know, that have been done at SuperSport. And uh, I just want him to clear the issue of uh, SuperSport being on sale. Uh, so on social media, things are going up and down. How true is the story that this Zimbabwean billionaire wants to take over at um, at SuperSport? Uh, Evening, the member Tulane from around. Hey, thanks to Mr. Stan Matthews there for hiring coach Kevin Hunt. What I can say, there'll be a silverware at the end of the season and the contract needs to be renewed. Give him another three years after renewing the contract after the end of the season. Then, in the second. Hi, brother Biso and South Africans. Eddie from Wonders Rest. No, congratulations to Gavin Hunt. Um, you know, we need uh, competition uh, in our football, and I think he'll bring that as well. Hi, Tabiso uh, Dizek Matebola. I'd like to thank uh, Stan Matthews for reappointing uh, Gavin Hunt as a coach of uh, Supersport. 
uh, uh, we're really looking forward to see a good season in PSL this season with a good, great coaches at a lot of teams. Arthur Zwane, Kawazondo, John Maduka, uh, and there are many more also. But uh, I would like to thank him for clearing the, uh, that uh, Super Sport is not for sale. I'm happy that this is Zach Matewala. Good evening, Tabizo. Okay, thanks for those folks. And I think that's the one common question, even on social media, Stan, uh, people wanting to know about these rumors of the club being sold or not. They want, they just want clarity. Yeah. Yeah, this is a nonsense that we've been backing away since 2019 when the story first broke. Um, I've been denying every six months since 2019 that the club <laughs> is for sale. So, you know, today our, our chairman went out on national television. He told everybody loud and clear the club is not for sale. Nobody's approached us. No one from Zimbabwe. No one from Uganda. No one from any country anywhere in the world. Um, and we're not for sale. So, you know, to keep wasting time talking about it um, because some journalists make up fairy tales. Uh, I don't know how a person can name names and, and put stuff out in the public arena without any um, credibility, but that seems to be, um, you know, the nature today of, of sensationalism, journalism, and online um, nonsense, really, that uh, has no substance. So I, I can't keep commenting about about it, we're not for sale, and for me, that's the end of, of, of that particular discussion. Um, yeah, I, I think... Yeah. I but why do you think you always have to find yourself answering these questions, Stan? I'm not sure, you know, what uh, you know, people see or don't see out in the marketplace um, about being speculative on these types of things. Um, I think at the time when in 2019, we just thought, oh, well, you know, Clubs are being sold, and there was quite a lot of movement of clubs at that time. Um, and, you know, maybe people were just uh, tossing our name into the mix, uh, you know, with stories, because it first started with Bidvest Bits uh, after they were sold, and, and then after Highlands Park, and then after Bloomington Celtic. And so, you know, um, I think we spent enough time talking about the sale of the club. It hasn't happened. It's not going to happen now. Um, and... You know, I, I can't keep, um, you know, keep keep addressing it. So, you know, I think today we put out a good statement of intent um, in terms of saying this is nonsense, number one. And number two, we're focusing on our club, we're focusing on our head coach, we're focusing on our players, um, and we're focusing on our future. So whoever wants to write nonsense on, on, on social media can continue to do so. Um, and I think, you know, whoever follows um, some of the social media uh, where it emanates from will soon see that there was um, no substance to to the story. So you can reassure your fans that the club is in a healthy p- position? Absolutely. Um, we're in a fantastic position. We've got a fantastic board of, of um, directors. We've got a fantastic shareholders that have been truly supportive. Um, you know, we're 25 years old as a football club. I've been at the club for 23 of those years and um, had nothing uh, but great professional support and, and input from, from my chairman, Kulu Sibir, from my board members, uh, from the, the, uh, all the, the, the backroom guys at the club. Uh, we're unified. We've got a, a lovely uh, club that's won 12 trophies. And, you know, we, we don't get affected. The people in the club... 
uh, you know, aren't affected by nonsense like that. Um, it's just obviously destabilizing for players. Um, when I've got players phoning me, hey, boss, what's going on? Uh, is the club for sale? It's not right in, or, or fair um, on them that they should have to worry or be insecure about their futures um, when Supersport United has done nothing but be a, a, a role model football citizen in the PSL for over two decades, looking after our people, producing some of the finest coaching talent that South Africa has seen uh, from Pizza Mosamani to Leitami Madakaki to Gavin Hunt himself. Um, we've, we've, we've unearthed some, some, some really fine coaches, including Caetano. Um, and we've produced more players for the junior national teams and for the big three in the PSL than any other club. We've had 22 consecutive top eights in the PSL, which is a record. Um, and as I say, we've won 12 trophies in that time, which outside of the big three is by miles better than any other club in PSL history. So we've got a lot of really good stuff to be proud of. Um, and we don't um, uh, allow outside noise and, and um, ulterior motives or uh, misinformed people to come in and impact that. We, we're a close-knit team. Uh, we've worked together, our backroom staff, the majority of the people have been with me for between 15 and 20 years. Um, and we know each other, we trust each other. And we certainly trust um, Supersport as a brand, uh, you know. So for us, we're exceptionally proud, each and every person in the football club, to be part of the Supersport family and to uh, be part of a, a football club that uh, really goes out of its way to try to do things right. We're not the biggest and we're not the best, but we certainly are proud of, of, of the way we run our football club and what we've produced on and off the field um, for over two decades now. Just the last one then, Stan. Even your own future is a, is a subject of speculation. There are re- reports that you could be heading to the PSL as a CEO. Is that a position of interest for you? No, um, it's not that it's, it's not a position of interest for me. It's that, once again, there's no substance to that. Um, the PSL league chairman addressed the question of, of the PSL CEO at a press conference on Friday at the launch of the Motepi Championship. He was very clear about... Um, uh, his answer as to the you know the future of the CEO position in the PSL, and I'm not going to um, react to, to to nonsense like that. I'm very happy and stable at SuperSport United. I've been at the club for for 23 happy happy years, the happiest years of my life, um, and I, I absolutely love my job. I love the people that I work with. I love the club, and I, I don't um, appreciate you know being uh, speculated about and, and linked with the job that um, that there's no substance to. As much as, uh, you know, I've, I've been at the PSL before and I, I serve as a PSL Exco member and I'm super, super proud of being part of Dr. Causa's team, um, you know, and part of the, uh, the PSL and its growth that it's had um, over the past, uh, you know, uh, 16 years that I've served on the Exco. So, I'm, I'm, I'm proud and grateful for what I've been able to learn from uh, people like Kaiser Motong and Dr. Causa um, at, at, at expo level. Um, I'm proud to be a part of the South African football family. I'm proud of, uh, you know, Dr. Motsepi for his position in CAF. And, of course, I'm happy to, to serve in any uh, a role that adds to South African football and, and, and its vibrancy in the future at, at domestic or national level. But... Right now, I'm at a job at Supersport that I'm very, very happy in, and um, and I've been happy in for over two decades. 
And, um, you know, I think it's, it's once again, just uh, reckless and irresponsible journalism to, you know, kind of throw out uh, stuff that has no substance and, um, you know, has no credibility at all. Okay, Stan. Thanks for the clarity. You've given us a lot of substance and clarity tonight. We always appreciate your honesty here on the show. And good luck with Coach Kevin Hunt next season. Thanks, Tabisa. All the best, my friend. I look forward to speaking to you in a couple of weeks' time to discuss my four signings and maybe a sale or two. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Not the sale of the club, obviously, but no, thanks, Stan. Thanks for that. Stan Matthews, Supersport CEO, very open, I guess, uh, with us. I think he was very open about Ronan Williams. Also, if you read between the lines there, something is definitely going to happen over the next uh, couple of days. Okay. And I've seen some people make suggestions on who the new signings of Gavin Hunt could be there. And uh, let's wait and see then, because you know he likes experience, so he will want to bring in some experience and just get the spine of this team right. We'll take a break, and uh, we're going to Zambia. But right at Wafcon, it is now 2-1 to Banyana against Burundi. Banyana was 1-0 up. Burundi equalized. Uh, Temi Khatlana with the opening goal. Burundi equalized. And then Amumutawu's got the second. So four minutes before halftime, 2-1 to Banyana Banyana.